Wow, we need to be alerted to what is going on, don't we? Uh, listen, I'm looking at everything that's happening and we are reminded that we, in the Bible, we need to be watchmen. We need to be watchwomen, uh, watching what is going on and warning people. Listen, this is what the Bible says. The last days are gonna be back and it, it be like this. And it seems like most people are asleep. Listen, we're gonna look at this in just a second. I wanna remind you before we go there, I'm gonna ask you to subscribe to this YouTube channel. I would really appreciate it. And also share this video. I think you're going to want to. Uh, but think of all the things that are happening right now. The obvious, we have coronavirus. Uh, and then we have um, a pig virus that was announced last week that's coming this way. Uh, and then Dr. Fauci says he's going to shut us down again. And then we have Joe Biden saying if he becomes president, he's going to make everybody wear masks. I think he said all the time or something like that. I'm thinking this is unbelievable. And then we have the protests that have been hijacked and now turned into riots and cities have been taken over. Murder rates going up in cities. We have fires that are beginning to be suspiciously started here in uh, Southern California. And then we have wars and rumors of wars. China and the United States are on a collision course and Australia is preparing for the fallout. And then, I don't know if you heard this, over the weekend, the murder rate had escalated in many of the big cities. Unbelievable what is happening. What happens with that? De Blasio, the mayor of New York City, blames weekend violence on coronavirus. Vows to double down to keep the city safe. What is up with that? And then there's this. New York, a county in New York, issues subpoenas to people refusing to talk to contact tracers. This is like what's coming in Revelation chapter 13. We are being conditioned for it. Not willing to talk to contact tracers. You're going to be subpoenaed. You're going to be fined. Uh, something's going on, and we better be paying attention. And then there is this. So we already have coronavirus. We have the pig virus has been announced last week. And then there's this. China officials report suspected bubonic plague case. A friend of mine said, man, we better be on alert. It appears that China wants to kill Americans. He's not Americans. He's not American. And he says, we're entering into a radical time of germ warfare. And he's saying it to me as a caution, and you better be alert, and you better pay attention to what is going on. Things are increasing exponentially, just as Jesus said they would. And then not only that. But we have politicians and we have the media that seem to be complicit in the destruction of America and the removing of our freedoms over a pandemic or a plague that is not really nearly as bad as we were told it was going to be. Listen, when you get to the fourth horseman of the apocalypse in the book of Revelation, you have two billion people on the earth that are dead. A quarter of the planet earth is dead. Coronavirus isn't that. We are not in the tribulation period. But think about what has come about. We have lost our freedoms. You can't have a wedding. That's right. You can't attend a funeral. Can't visit a loved one in a hospital or convalescent care. Can't go to restaurants. Going to the beach is evil. Rioting and looting is essential and must be continued. Can't celebrate on the 4th of July. Can't gather in church. But if you do gather in church, man, you better not sing. We had that here in California, and I want to tell you this, before I show you this next part, I want to tell you this, I praise God that we have a president that said over 4th of July weekend, we only kneel to Almighty God. We kneel to our God and Savior, the great King of Kings and Lord of Lords. But I want you to check this out. Here in California, we were told that if you're going to gather to church this past Sunday, you got to zip the lip, you better not sing. 
So you know what we did at our church? We sang, and we sang loud. What I'm about to show you might get you really ticked off. It might get you all energized. I don't know, but I guarantee you, you're going to have a reaction. But I want you to think of this before you see this next part. Before Jesus was crucified, in fact, go back 2,000 years, right? The last time we read in the Bible where the leaders told the followers of Jesus not to sing, not to shout his praises, was on Palm Sunday. Jesus is riding into Jerusalem on a donkey. The people are shouting Hosanna. The leader said, tell your people to keep their lips zipped, keep to shut up. And Jesus said, if I tell them not to sing my praises, the rocks will cry out. Guess what? By the end of that week, they crucified Jesus. Wow. Listen, our leaders have told us in California, you better not sing praises. We sang, and we sang loud. I'm going to show you this next part. It's what I shared with our church just the other day. And let me tell you, they responded, and we sang the praises to our Lord. And listen, this is either going to get you energized or it's going to get you really mad at me. Either way, we are moving forward, and we are watchmen, and we are watchwomen. How are you all? Okay. I'm going to let you know how I'm doing. The Bible tells me to praise the Lord with my lips. The Bible tells me to praise the Lord with my mouth. I will praise the Lord. I got saved in 1988. Jesus forgave me, and I have never looked back. I will praise the Lord. I want you to understand this very carefully. Listen carefully. The governor of California has said, don't sing in church. You did see that. Listen. The book of Acts tells us this. Well, should I obey God or obey man? When I have something that conflicts with what is coming down uh, the direction of this world. The last time the followers of Jesus were told not to praise him. Do you know when it was? It was on Palm Sunday. Jesus is riding a donkey into Jerusalem. The followers of Jesus are saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, <clears throat> blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And the leaders said, tell your followers to shut their mouths and not sing your praises. Do you remember what Jesus said? He said, if I tell them to be quiet, the rocks will cry out. In this church, we will praise the Lord. And that may offend you. I will praise the Lord. We will worship the Lord. I want you to understand this. Hebrews chapter 10 tells us this. This is a commandment from the Lord. Hebrews chapter 10 tells us this. Do not forsake the gathering together as some have done. The gathering together is speaking of your spiritual family. Not your biological family. That's not what that passage is about. It is about gathering together with your spiritual family as some have done and all the more as you see the day approaching. I'm telling you, Jesus is coming again. And Jesus is coming 
soon, and we better be ready. And that commandment is all the more as you see the day approaching, you better, you better continue to gather together. And praise the Lord. Listen to this. This is what the Bible tells us about praising the Lord. Psalm 148, praise the Lord. This is what Lo the Lord tells us about praising him. Praise the Lord with an exclamation mark. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you stars of light. Praise him, you heavens of heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. He also established them forever and ever. He made a decree which shall not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures, and all the depths, fire and hail, snow and clouds, stormy wind, fulfilling his word, mountains and all the hills, fruitful trees and cedars, beasts and all cattle, creeping things and flying fowl, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the earth, both young men and maidens, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above the earth and heaven, and he has exalted the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints. Praise the Lord, Psalm 149. Sing to the Lord a new song and praise his name in the assembly of the saints. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name with the dance. Let them sing praises to him with the timbrel and the harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the humble with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing loud. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth. Amen. Psalm 150, praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the mighty firmament. Praise him all his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the lute and the harp. Praise him with the timbrel and the dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and flutes. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The last time the followers of Jesus were told you cannot praise the Lord, they crucified him four days later. I will praise the Lord. And people tell me, I read all the social media hits against me, and I have been censored. And I read them. You're breaking the law, Pastor Tom. I am not breaking the law. I will give people the I will obey God rather than man. I want you to consider this. I get wearing a mask. If you need to wear a mask, wear a mask. I get that. You should do that, all right? And we will praise them with a mask. We will praise them without a mask. We will praise the Lord because we should be praising the Lord. Listen, they tell me on social media that it is for your safety. The last time I read that comment was in Nazi Germany. It is for your safety. Get on the train. You're going to get a great job as they were hauled off to Auschwitz. Listen, we are in a spiritual battle, and the Christian better wake up and better be on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ 
We will praise him with our lips. We will praise God. It was in the book of Daniel when Daniel was told, hey, do not praise your God of heaven. Do not praise the Hebrew God. You know what Daniel did? He opened up the windows and he praised the God of heaven and the leaders threw him into the lion's den and Christians have said for generations, I want to be like a Daniel. Well, let's be like a Daniel then. We will praise the Lord. And I will tell you this. I believe that more and more challenges are going to come to me as a pastor and come to anybody that is going to say, I will praise the Lord. I will meet together. I will worship Him. That's okay. I've counted the cost. And if I have a prison ministry in two years, <laughs> write me a letter. We will praise the Lord. I know what the end is. We are going home. Our freedoms are being eliminated. They're being taken away. First, you can't meet in church. It's for your safety. Second, you can't sing in church. It's for your safety. You cannot celebrate the 4th of July. It's for your safety. Did you notice what happened with all the fireworks? Listen, people are not happy about all of our freedoms being stripped away, no matter what the media says, on the right and on the left, both sides, by the way. I will praise God. I have been set free by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, and one day I am going home. Listen, before we get started, I have one video I want to show you because yesterday was the 4th of July, so let's please, and I don't think this video will I would like you to know that I believe that if our flag could speak, these are the words that it would say. Ladies and gentlemen, I now present Old Glory. I am the flag of the United States of America. My name is Old Glory. I fly atop the world's tallest buildings. I stand watch in America's halls of justice. I fly majestically across the great institutions of learning and I stand guard with the greatest military power in the world. Look up and see me. I stand for peace, truth, honor, and justice. I stand for freedom. I am confident, I am brave, I am proud, and I am ready. When I am flown with my fellow banners, my head is held a little higher. My arms are a little truer. Except for my God, I bow to no one. I am recognized all over the world. I am sovereign. I am saluted. I am respected. I am honored. I am loved. And yet I am feared. I have fought in every battle of every war for more than 200 years. Some of these battles include Gettysburg, Shiloh, Appomattox, San Juan Hill, the trenches of France, the Aragon Forest, Anzio, Rome, the beaches of Normandy, Guam, Okinawa, Korea, Kisan, Saigon, Vietnam, Afghanistan, Iraq, Kuwait, Syria, and scores of other places long forgotten by all. Except those that were there with me, I know because I was there. I led my special operations forces in the quiet of the night, in the temple of the spirit. I saw them fight fearlessly throughout the globe every day of the year. I watched over them even during the casualties of Desert One. Battle worn, tired. 
my soldiers and my sailors, my airmen, my coast guardsmen, my marines. They all cheered me, and I was so very proud. I was at Ground Zero in New York City on September the 11th as cowardly fanatics attacked America. I was raised from the ashes of once proud buildings by brave firefighters. These were heroes who risked their lives to save others, showing all that America, although bloody, will never be beaten because those who would destroy me cannot win. For I am the symbol of freedom of one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I have been soiled, I've been burned, I've been torn, and I have been trampled on in the streets of my own country. And when it is done by those who I have served with in battle, it hurts. But hear me today when I say I will overcome because I am strong. I have slipped the surely bones of earth, and from my vantage point on the moon, I stand watching over the uncharted new frontiers of space. And I have been that silent witness to all of America's finest hours. But my finest hour comes when my stripes are torn into strips to be used as bandages to cover the wounds of my fellow comrades on the field of battle. And also when I fly past mass to honor my soldiers and my sailors, my airmen, my coast guardsmen, my marines. But most importantly, when I'm placed into the trembling arms of a grieving mother at the gravesite of her fallen son or her fallen daughter, I am so very proud. Praise the Lord. Times are changing. But Jesus is coming. So let's be ready. Amen? And we will praise the Lord. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.